Welcome to Truth Pod, the podcast that proclaims the truth of God's Word without shame or apprehension, where the Bible is the last word on any subject. I'm Russell, your host. The following episode was recorded in November of uh, 2022 when I traveled to Israel. I apologize if there is uh, some... um, recording that you can't understand or or some parts of it that you can't understand because it was done on my phone and uh, it was the only recording device I had. So I hope you enjoy my adventures in Israel. Welcome to Truth Pod. I'm so glad you could join me. Thank you for downloading this podcast and taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, listen to this podcast and to study the Bible with me. At this opening for this podcast, I am standing uh, out on a balcony at the Hotel Leonardo Club in Galilee of Israel. I'm standing right now overlooking the Sea of Galilee. It is to my left. I'm looking out, and it's uh, just beautiful, you know, the, the sunrise and, and the mountains I am seeing around me and listening to the birds singing and uh, seeing the bustling of traffic, looking at the trees, everything is just, um, it's just beautiful. Um, just getting ready to start my adventure in Israel. So I'm wanting to document or record, you know, some of these events, some of these um, things that we do, some of these tours for my podcast. And uh, I hope I don't, you know, sound too boring to you as I go on and, uh, and I record these podcasts for you. But right now, um, it, it's quiet. It's about... Uh, seven in the morning so it's really quiet here it's about seven hours difference from my hometown from where I'm from and uh, from our time zone at home and so calling my wife or talking to my family texting them I got to make sure the timing is different you know which is unique we uh, arrived last night and finally got to our hotel late. I mean, it was late. We had some delays, not from the plane. Uh, from the plane, we had wonderful uh, flights all the way from where we were coming. Traveling was really good on the on the plane. We had uh, wonderful attendants. They were all very friendly. People were, you know, for the most part, well behaved on the planes. There was a there were a couple of incidents of where people got in arguments, nothing really even bordering serious as far as, uh, you know, thinking, oh, no, fists are going to fly, but uh, just just uh, upset at some things, you know. Uh, but uh, it was mainly when we landed that we ended up in some delays and that really held us up for a while. and. But we were finally able to make it to our hotel and ate a late supper, which is unusual for me. I usually eat early supper because I'm old. But um, 
eating a late supper, which was about at uh, 10 o'clock, and that's that's really rare. But, you know, you got to do different things when you're on on an adventure, right? When you're on a trip, on a, a you know vacation or whatever it may be, you try to do different things, and so there I am uh, doing something different. Well, this morning I'm getting ready to head out now for breakfast. I will be recording these in segments and hopefully my wonderful wife can put them all together for me i appreciate uh you listening to me and uh hope that i don't sound too much like i'm rambling but you know hopefully that i bring out some things that are interesting to you thank you so much for joining me i have just arrived at the mount of beatitudes and it overlooks the sea of galilee and, you know, you got to just kind of use your imagination and picture this, that uh, whenever you're by the Sea of Galilee, there is a lot of surrounding areas that just give a picturesque view of the sea. And that's the same way it is here with the Mount of Beatitudes. And this is where Jesus gave, you know, his famous sermon on the Mount. You know, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed, you know, are the peacemakers, and, and, and as he would speak to the multitudes, um, he would be speaking below them in, in the sense that he, you know, they're elevated, on elevated ground surrounding him, and he would be down below, and um, as he was doing this, he would be speaking, and it would, you know, perform like an echo for him, because they did not have microphones in those days, you know, they did not have any way of amplifying uh, people's voices. So the environment acted as an amplifier. And so the rocks, the very rocks would help to, uh, you know, to amplify his voice. Even the very water, the surroundings would, would uh, amplify his voice as he spoke to the multitudes. And um, to my right... There is now a church, and it's called the Church of the Beatitudes, that is uh, put here, and it is quite old-looking, although uh, it's probably only dating back to uh, probably the um, 16th century, maybe a little more, maybe a little later, you know, and it's, it was built by um, some Catholic people, a Catholic uh, priest or you know, minister. I, I may not have all the details, you know, concerning it because as uh, our tour guide was speaking, there's a lot of info, you know, to take in as he's speaking. And um, I tried to pay attention. I really did. Uh, but I have a short attention span, believe me. Uh, but it's just beautiful. They got flowers, you know, around. Uh, they've got hedges. Now, for those of us who live in a colder climate, they call this winter time. And right now it's uh, 70 some degrees, maybe low 70s. And um, so, uh, I mean, you got a picture. It's sunny. It's beautiful. And um, you don't have to worry about staying warm. That's for sure. I mean, I would take this kind of winter any day. Um, looking forward to getting with my getting back together with my group now 
I have just been, um, we, we had all just uh, sat through a discourse with our tour guide, and now we just are free to roam, and we're all walking around and checking out the area and looking at the sites, and even in a few minutes, I'm going to be going into the church. So I will get back with you at a in a few moments or uh, how this thing links up, you know, and my wife puts this together. Thank you again uh, for bearing with me in this time. Well, we have just arrived in Kabka. It's uh, kind of an odd sounding name. And we are at the church of the loaves and the fish. And this church was built in the first century A.D., and uh, I believe, from what I understand, it was built in commemoration of where Jesus fed the, uh, the 5,000 with uh, five loaves and two fish. And it is just a beautiful place, the way they, they put things together in, in these churches. And, you know, the architecture, uh, the symbolisms, the the... The uh, pictures on the walls and the hangings are just just so beautiful. Oh, everything is just just done in a, a special way to to focus your attention on why the church was put here and for the person it represents. So um, where I'm at now is in the courtyard of this church, and um, there's quite a people just just uh, walking around people are just walking around here and taking pictures and they have some shops inside and some places to kneel and pray uh, as you would find in most churches in these areas outside of the church here there's uh, what would be like a baptismal and it really in our from the way we would view it, it would look like a hot tub, but it looked like where four adults could sit down into seats, cut out into rock. And uh, it just, it looks unusual, but it also looks quite old. I will be uh, continuing as we go to our next, uh, our next stop. We are visiting a lot of uh, churches today in our journey. And right now, we're at the Church of the Primacy of Peter. And I asked the uh, tour guide, I said, so what does primacy mean? And he said that uh, it just means in authority, you know, and uh, it's kind of like the Catholics believe Peter was the uh, first pope. And so he has been given this authority. And so... This church represents his uh, authority and such. Uh, again, it overlooks the Sea of Galilee. It's right on the edge. And it's kind of, the reason they built it here, it's where uh, Jesus met Peter and the, uh, the other disciples when they were out fishing after his, after his resurrection. And he asked his disciples, uh, do you have any fish? And... Uh, you know, and then he had called them to shore and said, come and, you know, and come and dine, come and eat. And Jesus had fish already prepared for them on the shore. And uh, so they kind of have a rock here, a big rock here that's marked uh, holy site or holy ground. And it uh, represents where Jesus would stand and call out to the disciples who were out in the boat fishing. 
and he would call out to them and call them to come to shore and have a meal with him. Uh, it's a very relaxed area. I'm sitting right now under this huge, huge tree, and it just sprawls out, and it's just very well shaded, uh, which is welcomed, you know, because the temperatures are getting quite warm here, and uh, it's getting, you know, it's uh, getting a little sticky, a little humid, and uh, so this shade is really welcomed, and it's very beautiful. There is, uh, to my left, there is a Catholic Mass taking place. Uh, even as I'm doing this recording, so I'm trying not to be very loud, and I, I hope that this recording is going to sound okay, you know, the vocals. Forgive me if it's not, it's done from my phone, and so therefore, you know, that's why it might not be as loud as I normally am. Um, the church is a large gray stone building, and uh, it just looks pretty much just square, but it rises real high so it you know it rises up real high I haven't been inside yet they got quite a few steps on the outside that uh, people travel up and down you know just going into the place and then walking around and looking at the various scenes now they have it where you can walk down to the water and you can actually touch the the Sea of Galilee and uh, there's some people from our group that were standing in the water there were some people that were out on uh, what looked like paddle boats and uh, they were paddling around out in the water um, so the water is very quiet and uh, got a statue over to my uh, right of uh, Jesus and Peter uh, Peter welcoming Jesus or I mean Jesus welcoming Peter rather when he come to shore and um, of course, not doing this by visual, it's hard for you to see this, so I have to kind of try to describe these things to you. Um, we're getting ready to move on to another site, and I will cover more things. Right now, we have traveled to Capernaum. You and I would probably call it Capernaum or Capernaum, and uh, it is called the uh, hometown of Jesus. The reason it's called the hometown of Jesus is because he spent the majority of his ministry with his disciples in this area of Capernaum. There, it's it's really spacious. There's um, uh, a lot of open area. A lot of you know that you got the Sea of Galilee. Of course, I've mentioned that a bunch. That's because I'm in the area of the Sea of Galilee in our tours. So it'll be mentioned quite often as opposed to when I get Jerusalem, I won't be mentioning it anymore. It is also, we are, we are also, I'm sorry, at the house of uh, Peter, which is uh, destroyed, but there are writings and uh, things that indicate that this was where Peter's house was. It is also uh, believed that that's the place, the very place where they opened up the roof of the house where Jesus was teaching and let down the um, paralytic through the roof of the house so that Jesus could heal the paralytic. And uh, right now they have built a uh, church over that and you can walk right into it and then look down into uh, into the wreckage, into the um, place of where that would have been done in Peter's house. And to the left of Peter's house, there's a old synagogue. 
the pylons are still standing some of the walls are standing and uh, you could tell by looking at the rock and the walls that they're they're very dated it's it's very old very ancient and they believe that that dated way back to the time of Christ and the disciples you can see also that there's places where there were houses and where there were marketplaces and um, a lot of trade routes uh, were handled here um, a lot of markets would have been established here because of those routes and uh, people traveling um, from various countries would pass through here uh, with their merchandise and so it was just a very good area to do trade as far as silver gold and uh, you know whatever they might have to trade uh, clothing whatever it might be there's a lot of walkway here so they have place for seating trees you see a lot of palm trees in this area well a few I shouldn't say a lot a few I'm looking up at one now and uh, we see all kinds of different trees uh, a few moments a few moments ago we were walking toward this area and we passed some uh, date trees um, I'm not very familiar with dates so I will not go into that but uh, those of you who know about dates then you know what I'm talking about and uh, there's uh, different types of fruit in in uh, Galilee uh, just a few minutes ago we had uh, some pomegranate juice freshly squeezed as we saw the guy making it right before our eyes you know he'd take it and he'd cut up that uh, pomegranate and he'd put it in the press and he would squeeze out the juice and there we go it was a bit tart I gotta say that it was a bit tart but you know something different and you gotta try different things when you're in a new area and uh, so it was tasty I mean you know as well so very good there's a uh, a number of shops as you visit these areas and you will find that whenever you visit Israel you will find that there's a lot of shops because it's the way they're making their money and income and you know for the economy there's uh, just about a store in every area we stop some type of souvenir shop or something selling merchandise and some of the some of the stuff you buy is quite expensive uh, you know, we would, by our standards, we would say it's quite pricey. I, I don't know what, you know, all goes into them making it or they just buy it and resell it higher. I'm not sure all that takes place in that. Uh, but I'm wanting to just try to give you a view of what I'm seeing and uh, hoping that um, you find it interesting, you know, as I do this podcast. And uh, it will probably be the only one I do of Israel and of this trip to Israel. I'm standing uh, in just right by a statue of uh, Peter. And because this area is known, Peter is known in this area, well known in this area. And uh, upon it says, upon this rock I will build, build my church. And Peter is standing on a rock and he has a staff in his hand. And uh, it's an interesting Peter or interesting sight 
you know, a statue of Peter. Now, it's a very religious area. Whenever you visit Israel, you, you know there are three main religions. There's Judaism, there's Muslims, and there is Christianity. Uh, Judaism being the most prominent, about 72%. Um, Jude, uh, Muslims, about 16%. And Christians, about 1%. And then you have, you know, some other other minorities that are mentioned as well so it is a very religious area as you would expect coming to Israel it's a very religious area um, there's a lot of different languages that I'm hearing um, people talking I have no idea what they're saying but that's okay I mean you know it's that's to be expected um, but it's wonderful wonderful seeing the sights that I'm getting to see uh, these old churches, old buildings, uh, old scenery, the old synagogues, you know, and history, the history. This place is just ripe with history and, and the beauty that you get to see here. Uh, so we got a, a little while here that we will spend, and uh, later we will be traveling uh, to where um, we will be having lunch, and I'll have to kind of try to tell you about um, the lunch we're going to have or that some others are going to have. I'm not sure I'm going to get in on it. Anyway, I appreciate you uh, following along with me. We have just reached Magdala. And you will remember in a few studies ago, I talked about Mary Magdalene and how that she was a follower of Jesus, a devout follower of Jesus, dedicated to him, and uh, saw him, was the first person to see him alive after his resurrection. Mary Magdalene was from Magdala. And uh, right now I'm, I'm just walking to the back of a, a church that is here. It's our, I think it's our final church stop and our, on our first day of uh, touring here in Israel. And I'm walking back and I'm looking out over the Sea of Galilee and, and there's some boats out in the water. There's uh, 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 some people, looks like they're fishing or just, you know, just uh, touring, just out cruising and enjoying the lake. And uh, the water looks kind of hazy, so you can picture it, it's sunny here, and it's uh, kind of hazy. And this is where I'm headed, where I'm at is a beach area, where I'm behind the church. It's a beach area behind it. I'm sure they uh, probably have uh, services out here, and uh, people just enjoy the, the scenery and the water, which... Uh, <clears throat> Which thing we, you know, we kind of enjoy in our in the U.S. You know, we enjoy the lakes, uh, rivers, and the oceans, and I think that's what they take advantage of here too. When they got it right over my right shoulder, I see a huge mountain. I mean, it's just huge. And if you're from our area in Wisconsin, uh, Rib Mountain is our big one. But this is bigger than that. I mean, this just, it just goes way up. And uh, it's just looming over 
over this uh, Sea of Galilee, this lake right here, uh, as I look at it, it's just beautiful. It just looks like just go straight up. It'd be hard to just walk up it because it's so steep and it has that much of an incline to it. Um, a lot of pictures, again, in the church, uh, a lot of uh, mementos and uh, religious uh, artifacts relating to um, people's, people's encounter with Christ and, you know, and how it impacted their lives. One of the pictures I saw was a very beautiful picture of the lady who had the issue of blood for 12 years and how that she reached through the crowd to touch the hem of his garment. And uh, they had a painting on the wall like that. It was just a mural that covered the entire side of the wall. And it was just beautiful, beautiful picture. Uh, you just see, you see her finger, her hand reaching through between the feet of people to touch the hem of Jesus. And uh, just one of the beautiful paintings. We had walked by some olive trees on the way, and there were some friends that were trying to uh, grab some of the olives off the olive trees because they were hanging down. And uh, I don't know. I think they were just trying to get in trouble, but no, not really. But uh, it was just it was it was interesting, and you know, you just get to see so many different things that you just don't see in the states, especially that has the history that Israel has, the history, the connection to our Savior, our Redeemer. You know, there is no other place on earth like Israel that has that kind of history to it. And uh, that's the whole idea of doing this, recording this podcast while I'm here. And what better opportunity to do so uh, than when I'm actually in the Holy Land. I don't know that I'll ever get to come back to this place. And uh, so I wanted to do this podcast and, uh, you know, just make it as interesting as possible, but also tell you what I'm seeing, you know, and uh, try to describe what's going on and, uh, you know, and everything about this this trip and uh, some of the sights and things that we will see. Next stop, lunchtime. I'll talk with you then. Well, because of time, I have to end this recording at the moment. I will pick up next week um, with lunchtime in Galilee. So if you can, please join me. Let me say in closing, Jesus loves you. It doesn't matter who you are, where you've been, and what you've done. He loves you today. You're on his mind. He's thinking about you. He cares about you. Um, he, he loved you so much he died on Calvary's cross so that you could have eternal life. Think about him today. Turn your heart toward him today. Thank you for listening. Join me again next week uh, as I continue my adventures in Israel.